is Shantari. Welcome back listener. We have Kristen Mayo with us who is the author of Through Blind Eyes. When she saw her life, she thought maybe she wanted to change something, which she did. And now she is helping other women by empowering them to change their life for the betterment. So hi Kristen, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good as well. Thank you so much for giving us your time and being on our podcast. Not a problem. My pleasure. Um, so can you tell our listeners something more about yourself, uh, your life, your journey, and just about your experiences? Um, well, okay. So I am the inspiration for the book, Through Blind Eyes. It's um, it's a story about my marriage, um, which was a very toxic marriage. Um, the story begins in high school when I met my ex-husband. Um, so, so he, sorry to interrupt, but so this this is like real story, the through yes. blind eyes. Yes, it's a oh. it's a true story. It's based on a true story. Although all the the stories in the book happened, they just didn't happen that way. Some of them just didn't happen that way. Okay, sounds good. And so uh, my journey begins when I met my my ex husband in high school. Uh, he was, you know, the big football star, big man on campus. And I was, you know, the quiet, shy uh, little girl that really nobody knew. And so when I met my husband, um, you know, it, it, he was like, well, let, let's backtrack just a little bit further. I lost my brother when I was um, eight years old. And my brother was my, he was my protector. He was my everything. I loved that. I loved him so much. So when I met my husband, I felt like I got my brother back. So um, the first time that my husband hit me, my, my soon-to-be ex-husband hit me, um, I thought that was love. Like, I, you know, where I'm from, you know, if if a man hits you, oh, he must really love you. And, you know, but that little girl, she she thought, okay, he, he really loves me. And um, I didn't realize that it was going to be 27 years later and he was still going to be hitting me. And, you know, now I, I had to get out of it. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to go too much into because, you know, I want people to read the book, but yeah. it was just a roller coaster marriage, you know, um, it, not just physical abuse, cheating, financial um, I, I kid around and I tell people that I was locked up for 27 years, except for the fact that I got to go shopping. <laughs> that, that was the only difference. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a very toxic marriage, um, but it made for a great book. So I'm not going to complain. So now my journey is to empower women to uh, leave their abusive relationships because, um, now that I'm out of it, I see how, uh, toxic and, and how disturbing these, these relationships are. And a lot of women, they, they feel like, oh, I don't want to be alone or I'm staying for the kids. And I am here to tell you, those are not good excuses. Um, because I've been alone for the last two years and I honestly, I would rather be, it's, it's not good. I don't like being alone, but it's better than being in a toxic marriage. It's better than being with someone that doesn't love you. Um, so Christine, in, in these 27 years, you grew from a young girl to someone who understands that domestic violence is wrong. So your ex-husband, he didn't grow at all? 
he he didn't realize no. in these 27 years that what he was doing was wrong no um i you know what i, I don't want to diagnose him but um i i think he's a class a narcissist where he feels he justifies everything that he does you know oh well i hit you because you wouldn't shut up you know i, I if you would have just shut up i wouldn't have hit you or i cheated on you because i thought you were cheating on me so it as long as he's in that mind frame that he's justified by what he's doing um he's never going to grow up and that and that's what i want women to understand that you know if they're justifying what they're doing if they think that what they're doing is okay why would they stop so don't do you guys have any kids together yes we have uh we have well i gave birth to four of his children and but i raised all five okay so um don't they tell him that what he's doing is wrong or yes. do, do do they stand by yourself no my my children my my especially my oldest daughter my oldest daughter had my back 100% i mean and 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 honestly she's the one that i i feel most guilty about staying with him because she wanted me to leave him so many times but you know i like again i thought i needed him i thought you know um she's just a child she doesn't understand and i need him to raise you and i need him to you know help provide for us and but she she like honestly it me and her and i her and my relationship grew closer when i left because she never wanted me to stay with him and and he knew that she was very boisterous with that um so christine um you're educated you belong from a country where it was easier for you to raise your voice raise your voice what do you think about those girls who live in rural areas don't have any rights get married at 13 or 14 um how do they escape their abusive marriages you know what that's that's something that we have to figure out um because their their situation is completely different from mine and you know i think we as 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 women as survivors need to figure to try to figure out a way to get these girls out of it to help them you know escape these abusive relationships because no 13 year old girl should be marrying a grown man um and, and, I, I and you know and you know these uh, communities um and there are so many communities around the world especially in asia or africa where girls get married at 13 and 14 and then they justify that community or that tribe to justify it saying that we have one of the lowest divorce rate in our in our country or in our community it means what we are doing is right but they don't realize that they they have less divorce rate because the women don't even have the right to get divorced over there and if a woman gets divorced uh, she's not seen as a human anymore exactly so they're 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 it, it it's crazy because they're using their force to 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 create good statistics you know what i mean like these they have no rights so how can you say that they want to be in this relationship how can you say that that they don't want to get divorced they don't have the right to get divorced hmm. so like you can't really they you know they you can't really believe their statistics because they're they're kind of doctored if you i mean if that's the correct word to use you know like it it's 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 uh it's a fixed race um so uh 
things after getting over with your marriage and you're now helping other women see that they are in abusive relationships um so so i have two questions for you first question if someone is in an abusive relationship and i i've seen then i've seen this again and again that woman tries to change the man change the man and she thinks that she will be able to change the man and he will become a better man and that's why she stays in a marriage for quite a long time um what do you think is that possible or not i don't think that's possible um i you know i do i have heard of maybe one or two relationships where the man you know the the woman left and he decided that he was going to change because he wanted her back um i you know i've heard where you know they get him locked up and then you know he comes home and he's changed he realized he doesn't want to go he doesn't want to go to jail again but i've never heard of a relationship changing when the woman stayed you know like i never i and i belong to a lot of domestic violence groups and everyone seems to be saying the same thing they don't change and i can only go from my experience like i i, I prom, there's probably a relationship out there where she stayed and he did decide to change um he did decide to get help and you know things did get better but i personally have never seen it so if women that think that they can change men by staying in the abusive relationship i am here to tell you you're dead wrong like you're not you're you're not going to change the relationship in the relationship you have to make him suffer you have to make him you have to make him feel the loss of you to even think about changing this man um so so then what's what's the solution for it um is walking away the only solution you think i think that i'm that for me that's the only solution is walking away because when you it like you have to think about it if when he hits you right and mm. you leave but then you come back you're telling him it's okay to hit hit you you're subconsciously telling him it's okay to hit you because because you ex, you because you came back now okay yes they say sorry and 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 we should accept their apologies you know i'm a christian so i'm going to accept your apology but an apology without change behavior is just manipulation so if you come back and then he hits you again right like so let's say you he, he hits you you left he came you come back he hits you again if you come back again that's not he, he that's not the apology the, the next apology is manipulation he's only apologizing because he wants to keep you coming back and that's not a sincere apology so therefore if you stay you're telling him it's okay to hit you i i well i know that's what i was doing <laughs> no i i totally understand that part um so it, why do you think some men are so hello understandable and like some well read i would say that they, they they understand that hitting women is wrong and some think that hitting women is a sign of love so why is there a justification and is it something to do with their upbringing i, I you know what from what i've seen again I, i you know i can only vouch for what i've seen you know i've never done a study and i don't know the statistics of but from what i've seen yes it is a learned behavior you know because if you if you're sitting there watching your mother be abused that of course you're going to abuse your girlfriend because you know she, she took it 
So why shouldn't my why shouldn't my girlfriend or my wife take it? Um, I also think it, I, I also think there there are men that hit that have never seen their their but they you know they have a temper, um, you know they don't know how to control their anger. Um, I think you know some men are bipolar, you know and 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 don't want to get on medicine. I think there's 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 a number of reasons, but I, from what I've seen. The majority reason is because they watch their parents go through it. So, watching watching their parents go through it, but then watching TV and watching social media, where everyone is condemning that behavior, but still they follow, repeat, and follow what they saw their parents doing. Right. Why? Why is that so? Well, I believe that I believe that it's because. Um, we all have a little bit of narcissism in us and you know where it's because if 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 a man put his hands on one of my daughters or my granddaughter my ex-husband be the first one to kill him and i'd help him hide the body but he but because he's a narcissist it's okay for him to do it because he justifies because you know he justifies and i think that's a lot of people um a lot of people are like that that they, you know, they, 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 and a lot of people want to be politically correct, whereas they'll fight a cause, but they don't really believe in the cause, but they're just fighting the cause because every, because that's what everyone else is doing. Um, you know, if, if people, I think if people were brutally honest, you know, there would be more men out there that say it's okay to hit a woman um, or have hit a woman, but, you know, it, it's politically incorrect to to um to have this view so everyone goes you know everyone wants to be politically correct um yeah i think you're right to a certain extent and since now you're helping other women uh, by empowering them have you encountered any women who belong from a rural area or who were, who was not educated and what was their mindset because i've seen in many small rural communities they have ingrained this belief into their daughters that their sole purpose is to get married at 13 14 bear kids and take care of their husbands so what do you think uh, if you have encountered any such woman what was your mindset and how difficult or easy it is to change that mindset you know i've never encountered anything like that and honestly if i did i would call the police <laughs> if if i met a 13 or 14 year old girl i mean of course i'm in america so if i met a 13 or 14 year old girl that was married to a grown man i w- i would call the police or that'd be the first thing that i did no but but there there are chances that you meet someone in in their 30s and they tell you that they were married at 14 and oh yes yeah okay that um, I would I would ask her to seek therapy because she suffered a lot of trauma. You know, she you 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 suffered a lot of trauma, and you have to uh, to uh, come to grips with um, the fact that you were violated, and you. Um, I would just be a listening ear uh, to and and. Honestly, yes, I would be a listening ear and try to convince them to go into therapy because there has got to be a lot of emotional trauma behind that. Exactly. Uh, and 
the, the sad part is it's, it's not like 14 year old girls getting married to 14 year old guys it's like 14 year old old girls getting married to 40 or 50 years old guys exactly and that that's gotta be traumatic like that i mean and you know you'll have some people say oh well they want to get married how do you at, at 14 years old i wanted to be a gynecologist you know like i like you don't know what you want at 14 years old hmm. you 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 really don't and 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 at 14 years old you can be manipulated into thinking that you want to be married but then when you're grown and and you realize what was done to you you know that's a whole other story and and it is more heartbreaking that 14 year old girls getting married and then having their kids and then seeing their daughters to get getting married at the same age and not being able to do anything about it right i mean that's got to be traumatic that that, that it, it, i i don't i you know we take we over here in america we take a, a lot of our freedoms for granted hmm. but i don't like i that's one thing i am very grateful for that you know i i don't have to worry about that but it breaks my heart that they're that that we you live in a world where there are young girls going through that as we speak so what can we do because i feel even if we are facing donations they are not helping them we are we are not changing their mindset we may be able to rescue a couple of girls but we are not changing the mindset it keeps on going and going and you know yeah um honestly it starts like with organizations just going into these countries and trying to change the laws if if you want to help these women they got to go in there and they have to change the laws first they have to they have to make laws that that are going to protect these little girls that you know these little girls can can say no and if they say no that they 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 they're protected by they're protected by their government if their government is not going to protect them then nobody else is yeah no that's uh, that's really on that's really true uh, i remember i was on a campaign so originally originally i belong from pakistan but now i live in canada so i remember once in pakistan we were having a campaign because there they have government schools as well which which are free and they provide you free education um but w one of the government schools and actually many of the government schools they stay empty they don't have any students coming in so we went to one such community and we asked the people why they're not sending their daughters or even their sons to 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 get educated most of them were saying oh yeah we want our sons to get educated but for daughters they were like a daughter works works in the field she provides us like one dollar a day so why would we send her to school where we are she's not getting anything you know that's the mindset of them they, they feel like getting education is worthless because at the end the purpose of the daughters are just to take care of the kids and it's so sad that it, it, it's so so very sad but again if their country is like like you know in america if my son misses too many days of school i could go to jail hmm. and if you're not going to have these laws to protect these girls from even their parents, then there there's really nothing that we as people can do. 
um, you know, we can we can sit there and we can preach until, you know, we're blue in the face. But and, and you have to remember that these women that are raising these young girls have been through it themselves. So they've convinced themselves that this is OK. OK, this is you know, this is just the way things are. So it, it's it's going to be very hard to change that mindset. Um, but if your government steps in and says, OK, no more then the mindset kind of has to change. But I think governments are also trying to change the mindset and trying to implement the laws. And I'm pretty sure the laws are already there, but these people, they don't follow the laws. Oh, okay. Which, which is another problem because uh, I feel the laws are not enforced so strictly because if they were, then even if people don't believe in them, people won't, be marrying their underage daughters uh, because and, of the fear of the law and that's the bottom line like uh, if you're not if you're not going to enforce the law why even have it like they, they, they have to enforce if there's a law against you know 13 year old if, if there's a law against a 13 year old marrying a 40 year old i would highly suggest that the 13 year old go and press charges you know, I mean, if, if they're not going to enforce the law, you you enforce the law. You, you know, and, and, and you know, honestly, as I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, that's a that's an organization I might want to start one day. Just freeing these young girls, you know, and, and if we got to kidnap them, we'll kidnap. No, I'm just joking. I'm not going to kidnap anybody. <laughs> but like, but, but, it, you know we have to change the narrative of the 13 year old marrying the 40 year old because that's so wrong um, so from your own experiences um, and from the experiences of other people you have met um, do you think most of the women who stay in in an abusive relationship they stay because of the way how they have been brought up and maybe they have never been told that how how it will help to raise their voice and if something happens uh, they have the support of, of their family or friends i think there's more there's a ton of reasons um uh, okay the first thing that an abuser does when they you know get with you is they isolate you from your family and friends because then this way no one sees the abuse and this way you're alone and you can't you there's nobody that you can turn to the second thing that they do is they make you feel like they need you, that, that you need them, that you're not going to be able to survive out here with you, without them. You're, you're not going to be able to survive out here with, without them. Mm -hmm. um, what my ex-husband did was he made me feel like no one else was going to want me. And again, I didn't want to be alone. And a lot of women, they don't want to be alone. They don't want to, you know, they want to, I loved being a wife. I loved my family. I, you know, I, I, I didn't want to not be without a man. And that's why I stayed. Um, I stayed because I, I was going to make my marriage work because I didn't want to be alone. And I didn't think that I could make it out on my own. I didn't think that I was going to be as successful without him as I would be with him. Um, a lot, a, a lot of women that I, I see on, you know, a lot of domestic violence websites, um, 
that you know they're saying that they have no money and they 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 you know they don't want to leave their houses and they don't want to leave the life that they build with this man because they know that they're that's what they're going to have to do and um it's material things you know you know no one wants to go from a four bedroom house to a two bedroom apartment but my thing is i would rather go i would rather be in a two bedroom apartment than be in a four bedroom house with a man who's hitting me and again coming back to the same question which i think many women have in in their mind can you hear me properly yes yeah so coming back to this question which many women have in their mind how do they confirm or make sure that their potential partner or potential husband is not abusive before getting married to them because i've heard numerous stories where women women are like that our partner changed after marriage you know what and and see the thing is is that i think we as women we want to get married so badly that we ignore ignore the red flags you know what i mean like he might not have hit you but he yelled at you for you know for whatever reason he, or he you know when you go out um he are you going to wear that trying to control what you wear trying to control your friends who's trying to you know he's not necessarily putting his hands on you but he's he's intimidating you to the point where he he makes you feel like he's going to put his hands on you you know those are the signs those are the red flags you know isolation again like i said um you know i believe but i think that that there are women you know we want to get married so badly we want to have the fancy wedding we want to have the kids the you know the two guard garage and we ignore the red flags because what because the bigger picture is just so it, it's so much more enticing so we say okay we'll put up with um his temper and his yelling or his sense of control or you know his financial abuse um but these are these are things that we need to pay attention to um because then when we get into the marriage now you're married and he feels as though you're stuck so the real him comes out and now you're being hit and and there another thing which women are told especially that if things are not going accordingly or as planned in your marriage then have a kid with the guy and once you have a kid or a child then things will improve but mm-hmm. but i don't think things improve by having a kid what do you think no i think they get worse okay cuz now you're really stuck okay um that's what i thought um that's why i had four kids uh i thought okay we'll have another baby and he'll have to get better he'll have to get better but he never got better he just got worse because now i got now i have five now i have five kids and who's going to want me with five kids who's going to who's going to who's going to um who you know who's going to how am i going to take care of these five kids by myself so now i really got to stay in this marriage because i can't i i financially i can't take care of these five kids and emotionally i can't take care of these five kids so now i'm really stuck in this marriage so the worst thing that a woman can do is have a baby and think that things are going to change because they're only going to get worse um so do you think it's sometimes it's fault of the society as well because it's harder for a divorced woman to get remarried compared to a divorced man getting remarried 
Yeah, I. You know what? I think that's a problem. Yeah, I think that 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 that's a, that's a reason a woman would stay as well, because you know she knows that she it's it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to. I mean, I'm out two years and I've dated two men, and both of them just didn't work out. And I, I you know, I'm I'm I, I I think I'm an attractive woman. I think I'm a nice person. I, you know, I talk too much, but that's okay. Um. But the, the the pickings are so slim out here, and and married women know that, you know they see their single girlfriends struggling to to find somebody, um. So they're like, man, look, I'll deal with his BS before I have to go out there and and try to find somebody, um, somebody else. So yeah, I I see that being the issue. So, so then, then again, if if a woman is in an abusive relationship and she thinks she won't be able to take care of their kids on her own, what should what should she do? Should should she still walk away? Yes, she should still walk away because you. I'm here to tell you, you can do it. I am not a single mother. Okay, and one of my girlfriends, me and her were joking. She was like, "Christine, you are not a single mother," and I was like, "Girl, tell me about it," because <laughs> I am not a single mother. I am having a very very hard time being a single mother. But you know what I did? I made their father step up. Like he, he has to step up. He has to help me out with, with some things. And it's just, it's, it's more than money, you know, like, and, and was it hard at first? Yes, it was. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But again, your mental health and, and your physical health are more important. And you know, if the, if the kids can't get, if you got to whip out the belt and, and be, you know, get your kids in line, then that's what you got to do. Um, but you can do, if I can do it, every woman out there can do it. Um, because it's not as hard as staying in an abusive relationship. It really is not. I mean, I, you know, I've had some, some times where I'm like, yo, if, if, if my ex-husband was here, I would not be dealing with this. But then if my ex-husband was here, I'd be laying up, waiting up and wondering if to, if today, if tonight he's going to come home and start an argument or if wondering who he's sleeping with while he's out, you know, it, like it, it's, it's, it's a lot more. So you, I have to pick and choose my battles and I pick and choose to, to, to fight with my kids just a little bit harder than to fight with my husband, ex-husband. Um, so like, do, do you provide any services to these women? If anyone wants to contact you, how can they reach out to you? Well, no, actually right now I'm, I'm, I'm doing my own podcast. Um, you know, I've had to take a break from it for a minute, um, but hopefully I'll be back. And th- that, that's right now. Um, if they want to hit me on Facebook, just for a word of encouragement, you know, some women do, they, they hit me on Facebook and, um, you know, and I, I'm just a listening ear, you know, some support. They can find me on Facebook at Christine Mayo, or they can find me on Instagram at Christine Mayo at Christine Mayo Two Thirds Podcast, and you can DM me. Um, I will get back to you, and and if it's just you know if it's just a word of encouragement, because at this point that's really all I can offer is a word of encouragement. But hopefully one day you know I will have services that help women get out and um, you know uh, leave and you know, provide um, avenues where, where they can. But right now I'm, you know, I'm just starting, like, I just got out myself. So <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I like, look, I, I, I'm still working on me. 
Um, but I can be a listening ear and I can, I can encourage you because um, I, I, I'd like to believe that I like to keep it real. Yeah, that's really nice of you. And I wish you all, all the more power and please keep, keep doing what you're doing because uh, even, even you don't know, like one word of encouragement may, maybe the only word which someone is looking for before going forward with a big step. Right, exactly. And that's my thought. And, and that's not just my thought. That's my prayer. God, if I can just get one woman to leave, I would, I will leave this earth satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. That's, that's why I also do my podcast because I feel even if I, if I'm able to change one life for the betterment and that would be like a big success. Yep, exactly. Okay. Um, so thank you so much, Christian, for having, and for being on our podcast um really really enjoyed talking with you and you really inspired me and i'm pretty sure you inspired millions of other people as well uh, yes i'm trying i'm trying so hard <laughs> thank so, you and thank you so much for having me i i truly truly appreciate it and if anyone's interested in buying my book it's available on amazon and it's called through blind eyes yeah please uh, so it's through blind eyes and yeah. if anyone is interested please go and get it give it a read we have 73 five stars and 39 really great reviews okay, and i have a, i have a disclaimer if once you start it you might not be able to put it down so make sure you have to do that day <laughs> <laughs> okay perfect sounds good thank you christine thank you you have a great day you too take care bye bye